Welcome back to the Chris Massey Show. Today's guest I'm proud to have on my show. Uh, it's interesting how we ran into each other recently. It happened to be on my birthday. You know, um, welcome to the show. This young man is a software engineer, which is a dope field in my opinion. And I think it's very fascinating to a lot of other individuals as well. Welcome to the show, Marcus Egan. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you for coming, man. Uh, we had a great conversation and I was uh I was very inspired by, you know, the subject matter and the conversation that we had. And so I think that I mentioned that I would like to share that information because I feel that these conversations aren't aren't heard enough, you know, and um so we can start with uh what inspired you to become a, so- a software engineer? Yeah, I think that there's probably a couple things or a few things. Uh, I, I loved tinkering, tinkering with electronics and tearing apart the computers at the house and then trying to build games. And then I had a, a girlfriend in high school really push me toward it. She was like, this is the next big thing like I didn't think of it as that I just thought of it as, as a hobby mm-hmm. um, there was like my, my dad was a scientist my brother is a scientist and they were kind of very supportive of me and, and my endeavors but I think that the, the number one drive was just to show that I could do it I was like oh I don't like every black every software engineer I know about is you know Asian or some mm-hmm. Jewish dropout right from Harvard and I was like yeah. like how is that possible and then you know my dad was like no there's this other guy from Morehouse so I found out about another he's like yeah and the guy that runs Mantech is black and I'm like okay mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty big he went on to become the chairman of Microsoft but you know he wasn't a programmer and the guy from Morehouse I mean, he is a programmer. He doesn't write too much code anymore because now he's like an executive, right? So mm-hmm. I was just like, I need to do this because everybody needs to know they can do this. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, I think that's great, man, because honestly, growing up, it depends on what type of uh, environment. Uh, a lot of people don't grow up from where we're from that I know of wanting to go into that field, you know, whether they don't know, like have a certain example of somebody in that field, or if they just, like you said, they might think it's too difficult or they don't meet the standards. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. self-limiting. It really is. I think software engineering could be like, could be viewed as like equivalent to working on the assembly line like if you maybe a little bit more skilled I mean definitely more skilled than that but like anyone can do it it could be a working class job mm-hmm. uh, a number of people don't want to do it they don't want to try mm-hmm. they're afraid um, so I think that if people knew that they could do it then they'd be fine yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like you can easily go you can google right now how you know html css basics and you can get the basic understanding for how a web page is built and you can also get 
you can go deeper. Like you can go to w3schools.com or codeacademy.com, and you just have to put the work in. It's like everything else. Like, right. You you can't be you can't be in the NBA unless you win the genetic lottery and put the work in, mm-hmm. which is. I mean, that's not the not the same situation in coding. Right. You just need to put the work in. Mm-hmm. So that's all. Yeah, I definitely feel you, man. So it's like, I think people are you people like you are like great examples, man. And like I said, I mean, I, I admire you and, and respect you. Uh, and so, what are you currently working on right now? Because I understand it. What are you working on right now? So I'm kind of. I'm transitioning into a, a, a new thing called looklive.com, but I had been for like the past two and a half years, or th- three years, I, I I started a company that was a network security for homes, so just like firewall for all the like the smart TVs so you can't get spied on, and the right. uh, IP cameras and the thermostats, you know, because those are hard to secure. You can't like go to Best Buy and buy antivirus for them. So I tried to build something that secures them at the network level. After I sold that to a router company called Luma, I worked there for a while, cause I, you know, that's part of the deal. And um, now I'm making a, a you know, I spent three years in networking. Now I'm going to uh, fashion. I don't know how permanent it is, but uh, it's always been an interest of mine. Um, and I'm really there to kind of really help take the, the startup to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um, minority-led company, so you know I just try to do what I can to help them, and they've done well, so I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I actually uh, had the privilege of checking out the site, man, and the concept is dope. Uh, would you like to explain what exactly look? Does it look live or look alive? Look live. Look live. Look live. Yeah. What yeah. is the concept behind it? Yeah, so look live is pretty straightforward. The way it works is um, we post pictures of influencers, uh, celebrities, athletes, or other people who like to wear really cool clothing. And we identify where you can get that clothing or where you can get a, uh, an affordable version that looks like it. And some people view it as like, oh, look live. It's just like a way to jack celebrity swag. And I'm like, no, guys, you don't realize these celebrities are not picking out their clothes. Mm. Elite stylists are styling them. Right. They're shopping for them. They're showing them how to wear it, what to rock it with, what color, you know, I mean what season and all this so like these artists don't have time to do all that these right. are stylists so we're giving people access to these great stylists who are artists in their own right and I really like that because yeah. they're, they're kind of like the, the the unknown heroes for the culture you know like they're just mm-hmm. pushing the boundaries the limits of, of expression through clothing and I like that because we have to wear clothes like, <laughs> right, right. I have paintings mm-hmm. I have prints but we have to wear clothes yeah. so if you have to wear them let's do it right exactly yeah man that's a great point because um, 
a lot of people don't realize that behind every individual that's in the forefront, it's a team or a machine behind them. Absolutely. And I feel that those people don't get enough credit. That's why I like to, I actually like to feature, if I re record an artist, I would like to feature their managers as well, like, because it's like, it's a thankless job. You know, yeah, people, absolutely. the other people get all the credit, no doubt, but it's like, you don't, you're not doing it for the credit, but I feel that you should be acknowledged properly. Yeah, I, um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, I think that you can get caught up in it. Who's recognizing you? You know, like it was good for my business to get a bunch of press because every time we got press, we sold, we got a bunch more customers. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So that was great, but like we weren't doing it for that. Mm -hmm. It can't be about the recognition. It has to be for yourself. Yeah. Because if it's not for yourself or for something greater than the recognition, it's just going to be in vain. Yeah. The, the effort is going to be, you know, rooted in this this vapid, uh, this vapid end that is unsatisfying when you get there. Like, cause we got so excited that we got covered by like Vice. Mm. Uh, right after we launched and we got so excited about that we celebrated we went out we popped bottles mm -hmm. we hadn't even built our product yet I was like, <laughs> right like, what are you doing I mean so, so I mean yeah you know you gotta celebrate every step though you know what I'm saying because it takes a lot of work but yeah, I feel what you're saying and um, it's interesting that you said that like the reason behind the moves that you make because it, I had a conversation with somebody like this week and they was t telling me about my show like I was getting some uh, positive uh, criticism constructive criticism and they was like man I like the show but I want to hear more from you and I was like the irony of that is that I was like first of all thank you but the irony is that I, even though my name is on the show it's not about me like I'm an outlet because I'm interested in y'all's stories you know what I'm saying yeah Nobody went here. I mean, at some point, like I said, I'm going to get my recognition, but I don't do it for that. I do it because there's so many dope people out here that's basically untold stories. Like you said, it's your field. You're in such a unique field, or it's unique from where we come from. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely not unique. Definitely <laughs> yeah. unique for us. Right. Which is. You people like, what? You, you do what? <laughs> which is like crazy. Because right now, like, it's where the power is. It's where the money is. Mm -hmm. It's where the honey is. Are. So, you know, like, right, right. You know, like not, not for me, but for everybody else. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm spoken for, but it's a lot of money to be made. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't even know that. I wasn't even doing it for that. Yeah. And, like, when I graduated from college, I, I had a. And so, like, just to be clear, guys, like, I did not study engineering. I went to LeBron's college. I studied history mm. at Grinnell College in Iowa. I didn't study engineering. Um, and when I graduated, like, talked to people about a history job, and it was just like, I just paid this much for this degree, and that's what you're trying to pay me? What the hell? All right. So then I changed my resume up <laughs> and put my other skills on there. Nice, nice. And remove my major <laughs> that's dope and, and then people just started calling like they were surprised when I showed up like Mar you're Marcus Egan there was some Irish guys gonna walk in the door in New York I was catching them off guard yeah and like 
I'm sending them back the code test, like, oh, who the hell? <laughs> like, that's, like, what? So, yeah, we could do it. It's not even that hard. It seems hard, but it's not rocket science. Rocket science is rocket science. Exactly. Computer science is something like, something like the convergence of linguistics, philosophy, and electrical engineering. Mm -hmm. So if you have an understanding of two of them, you might be a good candidate. Nice, nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really know electrical engineering that well. Not at all. I mean, I know like, I know what a volt is and an amp, but I'm not. I'm mm -hmm. not that guy. All right, and that's another great point is that you you know your skill set. You know, I think a lot of people, like you said earlier, a lot of people are self limiting because they're not aware of their natural skills. Like you didn't realize that you were going to be successful in a field that you that came naturally to you. Like you say, you didn't get in it for the money. You was like, this is what I love to do. I would be doing this regardless. And yeah. that's what we reiterate all the time. Like it's, 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 saying, it's said for a reason. Do what you love and the money will come. Yeah. Like I be people who know me. I love to talk. Like it just comes naturally with me. Like dope conversations is my thing. And That's a good skill for a podcast host <laughs> right it should be it's a necessity if you want to uh be successful right but and to go to your other point um like you said people are like from here uh from here it's a unique field yours it's like i didn't grow up wanting to be a radio host like it came to me in two years after i had dropped out of college and then but i i found that i learned i learned to love it you know so it's about paying attention, you know what I'm saying, and letting things flow naturally as well. Yeah, that's actually, it's, everybody always tells me, you have to know yourself, you have to really know yourself. That's so difficult, like to it be is. honest with yourself, <laughs> looking in the mirror, it's so difficult. Yeah. Like I remember when I told myself, I was like, you know, you're not, like, I knew I was digging around in class. It was like, you're wasting your mother's money. Mm -hmm. She don't have no money. And school's really expensive. So why are you digging around so much? Mm -hmm. You know, I had to be really honest with myself. And then, like, so, like, think of, like, knowing yourself as a very introspective, deep reflection that causes grief and pain and makes you feel bad about it mm -hmm. for a minute. Like really know yourself when you say I'm gonna do this right like uh, and like know what you don't know and know what you have to you know you don't know what you don't know so like <laughs> exactly yeah. if you if you know that you're weaker in an area seek information and seek guidance and therapy and like just don't try to do it all on your own because it's not gonna work right all in your own head you know you have to be yeah man it's interesting that you said that because that's what inspired me to leave college and become an entrepreneur because my freshman year, I was at Dillard University in New Orleans. I was there the last year pre-Katrina. And then we had to leave when we came back for sophomore year. So I was there like a week and then I was in five cities in two weeks and I ended up at Howard for sophomore year. And second semester, I mean second, I mean sophomore year, I was like, what you just said. I'm like, I'm not going to class. I'm not doing nothing. I'm like, why are you here? Like, but I was there on the Hurricane Katrina Grant. Right. And I was like, okay, that's the only reason I didn't come home immediately that year. Like, so 
I was like, since you're here, you have a free year of college. But this ain't your thing. So use it to get yourself together, you know. So that's when I start doing what you said, like taking self-inventory and finding myself. So that's what I used my sophomore year for. So when I came home, I was ready to get out here and and, and seek opportunities. That's great. Yeah, man. So uh, all great people have similar stories and similar journeys. Like you said, the hardest part is taking the first step. It's so much easier. That's what they say. Uh, ignorance is bliss. That's why so many people choose to live vicariously through others because they're afraid to look themselves in the eye. I mean, in the mirror, you know. Exactly. Uh, the 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 challenge with looking in the mirror for so many people is they don't like what they see. Exactly. So. If you don't like what you see, you need to clean it up. Right. And, I, and I have issues myself. Every time I look in the mirror, I try to clean it up a little bit better. Sometimes I, I miss a spot. Sometimes I get it right. but It's hard. It's painful. So. I mean, the fact that you admit that, like, I'm the same way, but... That's why we gonna. That's why we win. We're winning and gonna continue to be great because when you learn better, you want to do better. You know, it's like we don't make excuses. It's just like, oh well, this is me. I don't care, and this is how it's always gonna be. You like, okay, this is what I like about myself. This is what I don't like. Can this be changed? Okay, cool. And that's I, I like to figure things out. You know, so we're all works in progress, and it's about somebody really helped me was like you too hard on yourself and I'm like well thanks for saying that but when you know what your potential is and you know you're not giving your best you tend to you could be hard on yourself sometimes but it's great to it's great to see growth and progress you know what I'm saying count your blessings at the end of the day it's like okay this is what I got right and then let's take it day by day and we keep getting better like you said you can't do it alone either no I I depend on a lot of team members. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom, my wife, and like everybody in the neighborhood. Like, I just, my grandmother is just, uh, take, it takes a lot. I think uh, I, I th- we need to do, I, when I think of we, I think of Detroiters, black folks in America. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't even know if this you know, includes Africans. Like, I'm talking about descendants of slaves that I, you know, in Detroit, I started Detroit because I know Detroit pretty well. I don't know what the situation of descendants of slaves is in other cities, but I know in Chicago it can improve too. Right. And we just need to, like, do way better. Mm-hmm. Like, just do way, way better. And so, like, we can we just got to work together uh, and, and stay on that path. Like, that's why I was like, yeah, Google how to learn how to code. Mm-hmm. You know, just Google that question, how to learn how to code. <laughs> right. Like, it's, I mean, everybody needs to know how to code, <laughs> period. Yeah. Like, even if you're not going to be a software engineer, most of you aren't. Most people who listen to the show are never going to be software engineers. There's a, there's a time commitment and there's a like 
an interest threshold and a skill threshold that most people aren't going to probably reach or be concerned with but you still need to it's like it's like modern literacy mm-hmm. like you have to be able to code that's why I guess the, the ruling idea of my whole thing is no matter what business you're doing if, if you know how to code you're gonna be better off you can help yourself like if you have a web store and one issue you just need to tweak it like you don't have to build the whole store mm-hmm. you, but the fact that you can know just a little bit about what's going on <laughs> right you can save yourself hundreds of thousands of dollars right all the time mm-hmm. and so like I mean this is modern literacy and I think University of Michigan is sort of pioneering this idea that you should come in with a year of programming language experience just like they recommend four years of foreign language study mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean they kind of acknowledged it they're always been a progressive right, right. university, so. Yeah, man. And I, I agree with you, man. And that's, uh, it really goes back to getting out your comfort zone. Like you said, people have to do better. And we all, and the way we can do that also is to be more supportive of each other, like sharing information. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, it's not about who knows the most. It's like, okay, if I know, if I have a so-called advantage in this area and... I see that you can use help in that area. Why would I withhold that? Right. Instead of supposed to say, well, you're dumb. I know this and you don't. Exactly. As, like, help each other get better because I'm sure it's something that you could share with me. Like, it's a trade-off thing. And yeah. even if it's not about you, you know, why not just help somebody if you're in a position to? Yeah. I mean, that's why I like Luke Live so much. I'm not, uh, you know, kind of an asshole. Not the best dresser on the planet. So I got to look live. Look live will give me all the plugs on the new trends and where the culture is going in terms of, um, you know, styles and kind of give me a curated list. Uh, We, you can't know it all. Mm -hmm. Um, So you have to kind of work with the people in your network to level yourselves up. You're always with people that level you up. I, I rarely spend time with people that don't level me up in some way or another. Uh, same here man because it's all about progression yeah and like to me it's like you have to want to do better you know i understand everybody starts somewhere because we wasn't always who we are and we're at where we at so it's like i understand it's a starting point but i just don't like the fact that people some people get comfortable with with mediocrity or settling somewhere yeah because time only moves forward and so should we you know that's how i feel yeah, I mean, it's really important, like, the stagnation factors. Like, if something's not moving, if you're not growing, if something's not growing, stop it. Like, that's the definition of insanity. Do the same thing over and over again and expect different outcomes. Like, yeah. You have to keep moving. And that's also hard. That's just, like, looking at yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, keep it moving. Like, I have my wife as my conscience in my ear. She's like, you need to stop hanging out with like 10 of your friends because 10 of your friends are just wasting your time. And I didn't see it because I love them, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, one of them, one of them is my brother. Hmm. Like her, like she said, stop hanging out with her brother. Right. So, you know, it's, it's just a, I mean, Wow. It's hard to keep progressing. Like, yeah. 
looking in and looking out and like feeling like you're cutting ties or burning bridges or uh, giving up on yourself or your own things. Like I had, I had a business, my first business, my first official business because I was selling candy back at school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, my first official business failed in two months. It just burned in flames quickly. Flamed out fast as hell, but it was a great lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, don't waste time. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know. You only fail when you quit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Or run out of money. Run out of VC's money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we it's, didn't all, know it's we always did. a way to get something done. Like, figure it out. Yeah. Like, if it's meant for you to do, you yeah. will figure it out. Like, uh, you said you have to actually have some type of. Uh, insight though in the direction that you heading in because yeah. you just don't want to be out here just doing shit like, yeah. you gotta really be serious about it and have an idea of the direction you're going in and you know when it feels right yeah I mean absolutely it's there there's there's a feeling um, that I think a company success for most people uh, or you know, fulfillment for most people. I, I'm de- I'm wary of the word success because then people want to know how I define success. Don't worry, mother- you know. <laughs> right. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right. Success. <laughs> like, and uh, that feeling is loneliness. Mm-hmm. Very few people that are successful haven't been lonely. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was Churchill. It was like most problems come from a man's inability to be alone. It's in the room alone. Like. Yep. You have to be able to be by yourself because mm-hmm. you can't get certain things done if you're with other people. Right. And I'm like, the podcast is cool because it's going to be disseminated. And like, during the week, I try not to do a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Like, all my meetings, I limit everyone like talking to like 90 seconds. <laughs> right. Total. Yeah. That's questions, their, their statements, like what they're doing, mm-hmm. how can I help them? Like, 90 seconds. Nice. And so rarely am I in meetings for more than 15 minutes because I don't get much done in meetings. I can't be writing code. Right. <laughs> unless I'm pair programming or something. So like, yeah, I, you have to be willing to be lonely. Like you're going to be lonely editing this. You're going to be lonely posting it. I mean, maybe you're going to be sitting, you got two, two people kicking it with you. Yeah. Nah, I really be. I be in my zone. Like I do it by myself. You know, I sit back because like this, like this is my thing. Like I love it, so I can sit there. That's how I realize that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. One of the things I'm supposed to be doing is because I can watch interviews all day. I can sit and edit shows hours at a time, and it's and it's fun. It's not like oh man, I gotta do this shit again. And um, that's great. But I really do spend a lot of time by myself. And then that's the thing that actually helped me because I actually got something to do now. It's like as an entrepreneur and on this journey, you get isolated a lot, even if you didn't want to be. So then at some point you learn to be comfortable being alone. Yeah. You know, we can be around people, but we also cool. Just like people think it's weird that I hang out by myself because they don't realize that I just be in my zone mentally thinking and working in my mind. That's great. And so people like you really go place by yourself like yeah like you said you shouldn't be around certain people all the time you know sometimes you need a time at least you you need to take time out of your day at some point 
to just gather your thoughts. For some people it's meditation and some people it's just sitting around letting the ideas swirl. But a long time is good. Yeah, I, I agree. Codeacademy.com, w3schools.com. Like, go be alone on them sites. Just for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like, and like I said, most people on this probably aren't software engineers, won't be software engineers, but everybody needs to have the this new wave of literacy under their belt. We don't want to be illiterate. <laughs> they they barred the slaves from learning how to read because reading was power. Exactly. It's freedom. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> does anybody else see the slavery that's underway in America right now? Mm-hmm. Private prisons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everyone can, is pretty familiar with how many black men are in private prisons. Right. Or black people for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Codeacademy.com, W3schools.com, be alone. And if you need to go shopping real quick, shop on looklive.com. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> dope, man. You can get you get every look for the low. Or if you want to pop tags, you can pop tags on that site too. <laughs> oh, man, appreciate you. Uh, is there anything that you wanted to address that I didn't? And also, um, are you on any type of social media? Yeah, I am. Uh, I just got back on social media. Uh, my social media is Marcus So Real He Is. Like Marcus Aurelius, but Marcus S O R E A L H E I S. Marcus So Real He Is. No spaces, no hyphens. Cool. Just, so. That's me. And that's on Instagram. I don't have Facebook anymore because <laughs> it was just, you know, I couldn't be lonely enough. Right. <laughs> uh, I couldn't get it. was taking too much of my time and I couldn't get certain shit done. I need to get it done. Right. Um, I'm also on Twitter, uh, Marcus for Peace, but I'm not too active. A little, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm transitioning my social from Twitter and Facebook to mostly Instagram and Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my Snapchat is, but I'll put it in my Instagram so people can find it. Dope, um, dope. The only, you know, the main thing I wanted to say is like, you know, that we co- I, we kind of covered it, but maybe I need to say it one more time in different ways. Do the hard things. Mm-hmm. Like, do the hard things. Self-reflection, you know, reevaluating who you're spending your time with mm-hmm. and write code or learn how to code. You know, like, right, right. It's, just, it's like lifting weights, mm-hmm. but for your brain. Exactly. Oh, and lift the weights, too, if you can. <laughs> right, stay in shape. Yeah. And, like... If you want the best for your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, your little brothers, little sisters, whatever, tell them, share this with them. Learn how to code. Make make ten million dollars before you turn thirty. Okay? Like, can I say it any clearer? Make ten million dollars before you turn thirty. Make fifty million dollars before you turn forty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Codeacademy.com, W3schools.com. Share this with your younger folks in our community so that they can win please please I mean this is literacy so that they you know slaves were not allowed to read we are allowed to code we better jump on it (laughs) right yeah that's dope man yeah man appreciate you for stopping through I appreciate Uh, you for having me 
I know, man. It's a pleasure. And um, everybody who want to stay updated with the Chris Massey Show, everything is Chris Massey Show. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, SoundCloud, YouTube channel coming soon. And um, we appreciate all the love and support. And thanks to Doc Illingsworth, representing the group Detroit City, for this segment's instrumental. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram also at Illingsworth, I-L-L-I-N-G-S-W-O-R-T-H. And a special thanks to the official sponsor of the Chris Massey Show, the inspirational lifestyle brand Legendary. And their motto is believers become innovators, innovators become legendary. Follow them on Instagram at L-G-N-D-R-E. And they have some great things coming out for 2017. So check out their website also, lgndre.com. And once again, Marcus Egan, appreciate you and uh, the insight that you gave us today. And uh, keep up the great work, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You keep up the great work. Thanks. Appreciate you. This is cool. Thanks. Peace.